that talk is about to begin Hey, 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 come on in Welcome back to Buckeye Talk. Doug Maurice here with Stephen Means and Nathan Baird. It's back for your daily pod, right? You're listening daily? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the new schedule for Buckeye Talk. You're getting this by now. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Those are half hour or so pods. Wednesday, still the giant two hour plus pod that we could never give up. Today, Monday, a draft of the Ohio State defense. We are getting ready for a spring football game that is not going to happen during a spring football season that has been canceled. But Nathan Baird and Stephen Means here at Cleveland.com are going to draft teams. And then we're going to figure out who has the best team. So to start that off, Nathan and Stephen have drafted defenses back and forth. I'm the commissioner. I just get to sit in the middle and yell. Um, And they're going to come up with two teams. And then we will do the same thing in the next daily pod for the offense. So let's get ready for that. If you want to be part of this, right, if you want to hang out with the pod even more, you can try the text if you want to try it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a 14-day free trial to get used to it. 614-350-3315. Send a text message there, and the rest is easy. But for now, for this daily pod, here we go with a draft of Ohio State's defense back and forth, building two separate defenses here on Buckeye Talk from Cleveland.com. All right, ready for this defense draft for the Ohio State spring game. Everybody's healthy. Everybody's available on defense. And the first pick goes to Nathan Baird. Who you got? Sean Wade. Sean Wade. I'm going to. Wow. <laughs> you didn't even let him finish talking. <laughs> you are. I, I'm just doing a rough. As a commissioner, I'm doing a rough roster. You are penciling him in at outside corner, I assume. Correct. Right? Correct. Sean Wade. Um. I had not thought who I would make the number one pick, but I don't know that anybody could argue with that. So, Stephen, the next two picks are yours. Wow. I was, Were I you was surprised by Sean? Did you figure he was? No, I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't surprised that he was the first pick. I was surprised at how quickly he just said he just got down to business with it. I don't <laughs> think. I don't think even Randy Wade could have picked Sean Wade faster than Nathan. <laughs> yeah. If Sean I had Wade been, did. if this had been. If this had been the NFL draft, it wouldn't have been one of those slowly passing the index cards around. I would have been like sprinting up to the podium, knocking Roger Goodell out of the way and shouting Sean Wade. You would have had a press conference like weeks before saying, we're going to pick Sean Wade. So we're not, let's not do this. And it's an interesting position because you need six corners, right? Yeah. We're drafting six corners here. So he is clearly – He's the best player on the defense, also at a position that's a little iffy. So good pick, Nathan Baird. Yeah, solid pick. All right, Steven, two for you. Everybody's healthy, and you got to have a pass rusher. I'm going to go with Tyreek Smith. I knew you were going to take My, Tyreek Smith. You love Tyreek. I do love Tyreek. I, listen, I like, I, like, I like good pass rushers. It's a great position. And then I'm going to go Baron Browning, my second pick. Baron Browning, the first linebacker off the board. No belief in pre, in uh, Pete Werner from Stephen Means. And I'm definitely, next time I see the neck in person, I'm going <laughs> to tell him that Stephen Means does not believe in him. Um, all right, Tyreek Smith and Baron Browning, back to Nathan Baird for two picks. I'm going to uh, take seven banks from my other outside corner spot. And I'm going right. to take Zach Harrison as my first defensive end. So I thought the the defensive ends are interesting because they are, they're so 
many of them, right? And it's a little yeah. bit of who do you like, you know, Tyler Friday and Jonathan John Baptiste and Jonathan Cooper. But I think, uh, right, Tyreek Smith and Zach Harrison make sense as the top two defensive ends off the board in this, right? It's proven. Yes. Like they, they've 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 seen time and on the field, and now we're getting into a spot where outside of maybe two guys, there's not a lot of experience. So you're just kind of going off what their talent level may be. Nathan, I had two strategies. If if I had the number one pick, I was going to take Sean Wade. If I had the two three snake, I was going to take Harrison and Smith. So if that's interesting, so you wouldn't have had to choose. But if you were just picking. You could pick one defensive end. Would you pick Harrison or Smith? I had Harrison higher on my list, but I didn't care which of those two I got as long as I got one. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Those are pretty clearly the top two guys, and I could understand going either way. Steven, as much as you love Tyreek Smith, was he a slam dunk for you as your first defensive end, or did you give Zach Harrison consideration? Oh, it was up for debate which one he would take, but I was – I thought Tyreek Smith in year three, while – Zach is year two, and I'll, you know, pray to God that, you know, Nathan tries to go over two DBs or tries to get a linebacker next, and Zach was still there. But, yeah, if it came down to – it's one's year two, one's year three. That's why I went with Tyree. But you were hoping if, if Zach Harrison was still on the board right now, you'd be taking him? He 100% would be the pick coming out of my mouth. Okay. So Nathan took your guy. So who are your two picks now? Proctor as my high safety. And then probably need to get a DB at this point. Cam Brown. I think that makes sense, right? Because there's a pretty clear divide, at least as as I think we are assuming things, um, mm-hmm. of those top three corners. And so yeah. – um, I can't let him have all three of them. That would just no. be an idiotic decision by me. If he did take Cam Brown, Nathan, were you going to take Cam Brown and lock down in the best corners? No. Okay. Um, really? Proctor, I think, I think makes sense. Again, it depends. A lot of this depends, and it, this is like this in life too. Is like, first, it matters how good you are, but it matters how good your backup is, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, well, how much of a drop off is there? But I think everybody's assuming that sort of peak Josh Proctor um, is a potential difference maker. So I think yeah. I was curious when he would come off the board, but that makes sense to me. Nathan, you're next too. I am going to take uh, – I'm just going to take both starting interior guys, Tommy Togiai and Haskell Garrett. I knew that was what you were going to do. Shoot. I'm surprised. We've talked about uh, Teron Vincent so much. I didn't know – like we haven't seen him because he's been hurt. I didn't know if he would maybe end up going among the first two defensive tackles, but were you pretty – Togiai I think is obvious, but again, Garrett's a senior. He's healthy. I, he's played a decent amount. That was really what it came down to. I thought about waiting for Vincent, but I didn't know if I could. And I kind of just, I took the sure thing, but I think, um, I think I know what's probably going to happen right here. And I think it's probably yeah. a smart idea. Yeah. I, I have to take him now. So Teron Vincent's coming with me and then Pete Warner is still here. So let me go get him. I mean, just the, the absolute disrespect for Pete <laughs> Warner here is just. Absolutely stunning. That guy has played so many snaps of football for this team. Um, and that he is the, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, that he is the 11th pick in this draft. Um, 
this is, I, I mean, I, at the end of the season, I claim the senior day story where Pete says that going 11th in the Cleveland.com mock defense draft lit my fire for my senior season. Uh, as to be fair, he is, to be fair, he's the second linebacker. So it's not, you know, it's also the deepest position. True. Of like talent True. that we believe is, is like frontline talent. As right. far as there's not as much of a drop off between the guys who are going to be the starters and the guys who aren't. And like, we, I, I'm perfectly but, happy with my strategy to this point. But, but we say, oh, yeah. we think like, and this, we think there's not much of a drop off except the guys that we think yeah. there isn't a drop off to have not been able to sniff the field true. because true. of the guys in front of them. So it's like, well, I, I mean, those juniors are just as good. You mean the juniors who never play? Because the other guys are blocking them and take every snap. So um, I do think, like, again, the positional emphasis on this, and it comes up much more like this is happening with the Browns, right? That the Browns didn't want to play Joe Schobert, didn't want to pay Joe Schobert. They let Christian Kirksey go. They're prioritizing their money at other positions. I do think that linebacker in general, compared to defensive end, compared to corner, is just less of a priority in general. So it's an interesting strategy for this team. I also think it's a – it's a nod to the world of football right now where linebackers aren't quite what they used to be. Nathan, you're two. I am taking two linebackers. I'm taking Tough Borland and Taraja Mitchell. So who's playing the middle? Yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> okay, coach. <laughs> Tough Borland, I think, has to play. I don't think – I mean – I think, yeah. I think Taraja Mitchell is your will. I think Tough Borland is your, your – um, is your mic. Yeah. And again, they like to say, well, it's positionless and whatever. It's like, there's some guy who's in the middle of the defense calling the signals. That's the middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. And that's tough Borland. Um, less of a chance to get caught in space and that kind of thing. So uh, I think, I think that makes sense um, there. Are, so I'll be curious to see how the rest of these linebackers go, but uh, we go back now, Steven, back to you. Steven needs a defensive tackle, a defensive end, a linebacker and two corners. Those are the five spots remaining for Stephen Means for these two picks. Jonathan Cooper is still on the board. I didn't realize. I'm going to go with Tom, Jonathan Cooper, and then I'll go with Tyron Johnson. Two top 50 guys. Who have some, you know, Jonathan Cooper's coming off some injuries here, but he's got a chance to step up back into a role. He's going to be a starter. And then Tyree Johnson's a former five-star guy who's got Kerry Combs back. So why not? I mean, I think, I think, is there any dispute, Nathan, do you think there's any dispute that Tyreek Johnson is the fourth corner to be drafted in this draft, or would you have gone a different way? No, he was fourth on my list. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Wade, Seven Banks, and Cam Brown are so obvious, and the other candidates are Marcus Williamson as a senior, Tyreek Johnson as a third-year guy who hasn't done much, and then new guys, Ryan Watch, Legend, Legend Cavazos, and Cam Martinez. So, again, it it brings up how short they are at a position where you're too deep is going to include six guys because you need three on the first team and three on the second team. It gets thin pretty quick at cornerback. So um, Tyreek Johnson, Jonathan Cooper off the board. Nathan Baird needs a defensive end, a linebacker, a corner, and a safety. I'm going to take Tyler Friday and um, complete the defensive line. Okay. <sighs> it's tough now because, like, you're filling yeah. 
Yeah, I think I'm going to maybe go a little bit unconventional here, and I'm going to take Marcus Williamson as my slot corner. Okay. Marcus Williamson might be the starting slot corner. <laughs> so, I, mean, like, I know, I know. That's He's like kind a, of a forgotten guy, but it, it makes know. too much sense at this position not to take him. Because they have to find it, – it, it's either going to be Marcus Williamson or they're going to figure out who among Cam Brown and Seven Banks is going to play the slot, which they certainly could find. There was nothing about Sean Wade when he came in that they were like, well, that guy's a slot corner. They just decided it. And he played it, and now he's playing outside. So they can just decide it with Seven Banks and Cam Brown. But they also, you know, Marcus Williamson's a senior. He's been around. There are some things at that position that are kind of a little bit more difficult. I think maybe it's a little bit more of a a mental position. It's not just lining up with the guy and running down the field with him. So uh, it's not impossible that Marcus Williamson is one of the starting 11 for the Ohio State Buckeyes in the fall. So I think that's a good pick right there. You know what the problem is now? They really – Clark Phillips would sound so good right now if Jeff Hoffman was still here because of these two freshmen that I now have to put in the slot, this is going to be rough. Um, yeah. You're right. <sighs> You're right. I mean, this the sixth guy, right? So this – Yeah. Yeah. They, they really – they – and it brings up – I mean, if they have an injury at corner in the fall, it's going to get real and, interesting yeah. real fast. Oh, yeah. So this is a defensive tackle, a linebacker, and a corner. Pick yeah. two of those three. I'll go with the senior Antoine Jackson as a defensive tackle. And I'm going to come back to corner because the options are pretty equal. I'll take Dallas Gantt, and he'll be my mic. Okay. So your linebackers are Dallas Gant, Baron Browning, and Pete Warner. Baron Browning also has yeah. played the middle. Baron Browning was a timeshare at middle linebacker the past two years. They say they're moving yeah. him outside now, but certainly just as Baron Browning moves outside, Stephen Means might be telling him, him you've got to go back to the middle. Come on back. Come on back home. All right. So uh, Stephen has a corner that he needs to still get, but first we have the final two picks from Nathan. We have a linebacker and a safety. So my Sam linebacker will be Justin Hilliard. And my safety will be Marcus Hooker. And that's really the only choice there. I mean, they, they have um, – they only have two upperclassmen safeties on the roster, Josh Proctor and Marcus Hooker. And then they mm-hmm. have uh, Ronnie Hickman and Bryson Shaw, both who redshirted last year, but a redshirt freshman, and then a true freshman, Lathan Ransom. Um, so – and a lot of people like, you know, Marcus Hooker, the limited spring that we saw. Would we, were we in there twice for spring football? The first day? No, and then we, like one we other saw day? one practice. We only saw one, and we had uh, interviews for another. Okay. But, like, Marcus Hooker was moving around a little bit when we saw him. Mm-hmm. So, um, Kayvon Pope, not drafted. Kayvon Pope, not drafted. Not yet. I thought we were drafting wild cards, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We are drafting wild cards, but he's not, not dra- he's not drafting as a starter. No. Not among the top six linebackers. Okay, so and I had a choice to make between Pope and Hilliard, and I just went with. I mean, Hilliard was playing some Sam this spring. I just went with experience there, but Pope would have been a perfectly reasonable pick. Yeah. Um, okay, last pick before we get to the wild card round. Um, Stephen Means, your final cornerback. I know who you're gonna take. Go ahead. Play the legend. 
I knew you were taking Legend. Was that like your secret plan the whole time that you were just going to lie and wait and get Legend Cavazos at the end of this? It was not. He he was going to be a wild card for me, but because I have to have a third corner and we're down to where we are with these cornerbacks, with it's basically true freshmen. Legend Cavazos is a guy. He played safety in high school and then switched over to cornerback his senior year to prepare to come to Columbus, and so I can. Put him at slot, but then I also don't have to take him off the field if I have to go with another safety because he has experience at both positions. And his name is Legend. Come on, True. any person I, who any person who names their kid Legend has to be great at sports. They I almost to took be. him over Williamson for the name alone. Come on, man. It, it is there is going to be a true freshman on the cornerback too deep because they Ooh. only have five upperclassmen cornerbacks. So um, this is the reality that they are facing. So before we sort of break everything down, um, we have our two wild card picks. Now, these are um, selections that you just kind of pick these guys and they can sub in for a different package because the baseline of this is four defensive linemen, three linebackers, three corners, and one safety. So, uh, Stephen, you get the first pick of the wild card round. Who's your first wild card? Dallas Gant. Because I need a fourth linebacker. No, you already have Dallas Gant. You already have Dallas Gant. No, I'm sorry. Kayvon Pope. I'm sorry. Kayvon Pope. Kayvon Pope. Sorry. Kayvon Pope is your fourth linebacker. Nathan, now two wild cards for you. I am taking the versatile Court Williams. True freshman. And... First tr- first true freshman for Nathan, right, after Legend Cavazos was the first Correct. true freshman for Steven. Correct. And um, just for a potential – wrinkle in certain looks, I'm going to take Javante Jean-Baptiste. Javante Jean-Baptiste, certainly in the mix. He's right. He's in that mix with kind of Jonathan Cooper and Tyler Friday. And I mean, if you told me right now that Javante Jean-Baptiste is going to wind up as the third best defensive end on this team in 2020, I wouldn't be shocked at that. Right. I mean, I think behind he may be better than, yeah, he may be, he, I may eventually, you know, as I'm as I'm figuring out my roster next week, and we're having some practices and stuff, it's possible that John Baptiste bumps out Tyler Friday for that second starting in spot. And you will be. You have to come up with some creative formations because everybody needs to be six feet apart. Yeah. On it's going to be the truly spread offense. Yes, the truly spread. Uh, all right, Stephen. Final wild card for you. Listen to you have the reasons for why you're at a defensive end are amazing. Um, let's see here. Do I really want to take another true freshman? Let's see who the candidates are. So the candidates, (laughs) the candidates for Mr. Irrelevant, the guys who aren't freshmen, either a redshirt freshman or true freshman. The options who are not a freshman are Jaron Cage at defensive tackle, Craig Young at linebacker, and that's it. (laughs) Everybody else is a freshman or a redshirt freshman. Again, yeah. <laughs> we are now on the 22, 23, 24, the 26th member of the defense. So, I mean, you know, that's why you have freshmen because they need to be in the three deep. But that's yeah. how far down we are here. Uh, uh, I think I have to think of that. Lathan Ransom, I, for the sake of, you know, what if Josh Proctor, you know, doesn't become the Josh Proctor I believe he can be? I need something. And not a bad idea to have sort of another defensive back back there. Yeah. I almost want to take, like, Cade Stover and be like, we rescind his move to tight end. <laughs> the tight end. <laughs> We're taking him back 
on defense because we think that makes um, much more sense. So, um, yeah, not a lot of – I mean, Ryan Watts has a freshman corner, is a guy who's mm-hmm. still out there. Cam Martinez is like a good athlete who's trying to figure it out. Uh, Jaden McKenzie, redshirt freshman at defensive tackle. Noah Potter, defensive end as a redshirt freshman. Uh, maybe would have been an option, but we, we got pretty deep there. Um, to, to reset this now, here is the Stephen Means team. A defensive line of Tyreek Smith, Teron Vincent, Antoine Jackson, and Jonathan Cooper. Linebackers of Baron Browning, Dallas Gant, and Pete Werner. Corners of Cam Brown, Tyreek John- Johnson, and Legend Cavazos with Josh Proctor at safety. Nathan Baird, defensive line. Zach Harrison, Tommy Togiai, Haskell Garrett, Tyler Friday. Linebackers of Tuff Borland, Justin Hilliard, and Taraja Mitchell. Cornerback, Sean Wade, Seven Banks, Marcus Williamson, and Marcus Hooker at safety. Uh, Stephen, we'll start with you. How do you feel about your team? I have a lot of guys that are, man, I hope you live up to your star this year, whether it's Tyreek Smith, Teron Vincent, Baron Browning, who was the number one linebacker in 2017, Josh Proctor, Tyreek Johnson. I have – on paper, it's, oh, yeah, these guys are going to turn into NFL products. But they've been blocked by – some of these guys have been blocked by guys who are going to be top five picks in the NFL draft in a couple of weeks here, while other guys just haven't blossomed. So it's a lot of – if they pop, it's going to be – this team might be the best defensive team in the country. But if they don't, knock on wood, then I might be in some trouble. But I'm going to gauge on the side of we're going to – they're going to all pop and this is going to be one of the best defenses in the country. Nathan, how do you feel? Yeah, I killed this. I mean, I think the combination <laughs> of the combination of what I did with this defensive front and then getting the only two like known Big 10 cornerbacks we think on this roster right now that are like proven. And Seven Banks is I guess kind of if he's still in that proposition, but far and away Sean Wade's the best one. So you're taking away half the field with him probably. Um I just I and and then and then getting the, the kind of the glue of everything in Tough Borland and then someone in Taraja Mitchell who I think it has some of those same um, capabilities maybe someday uh, as far as just like being able to X's and O's out on the field. Um, I, I I think this is a, a a tremendous defense. I would say I think Nathan has the better cornerbacks, which I think is indisputable for the reasons you yeah. just said. Stephen has the better safety with Josh mm-hmm. Proctor. Nathan has the better defensive tackles because he drafted the two probable starters. Mm-hmm. Defensive end, I think, is pretty close because I think, like, Tyreek Smith and Zach Harrison are pretty close, and then almost everybody after that is kind of in a mix. So yeah. I think the defensive ends are almost tied. And then I would give a slight edge to Steven at linebacker with Werner, Browning, and Gant. But Borland, Hilliard, and Mitchell I don't think is that far behind it. So um, I probably would give a slight edge to Nathan here, but part of, you know, this is fun. This is interesting. People love the draft stuff. It also should inform us about the defense. Steven, like as you went through this exercise, what did it make you think about Ohio State's defense for 2020? Were you more like, wow, all these great players to choose from, they're in great shape? Or were you closer to the side of like, oh boy, there are not that many stars here. I'm curious about this defense. Yeah, there's no bona fide. And I, and the problem is last year they had two bona fide. Oh, yeah, that guy's going to be really, really great great this year. This year, it's there's not – first of all, it's not deep. 
really at a lot of different places where you would hope there'd be some type of depth. And it's just too, it's too unproven. And you, as you start to get down to, after you've gotten maybe the, through that first layer of guys where it's like, oh yeah, he's definitely the starter, like cornerbacks. Oh yeah, let, let me get Sean Wade. You weren't so quick to make a pick after that. Nathan, what did it, what did it reveal for you? Well, I mean, it, as I looked at it, there was like very obvious, um, a very obvious strategy here because like I said, I thought there were every position I thought was fairly equal at what you could probably put together except cornerback. And if you struck fast on cornerback, you could really lock up the talent there. So that's what I did. I think that, and that's still, that was the thing that we hoped to see this spring, right? was like who else was going to merge in that cornerback room. And we think seven banks kind of flashed it at us, but it was one day. It was the first day. How much do you want to read into that? Um, he looked the part, but it's, it's one day. So it, there's still, I think, just huge question marks at cornerback that they did not get the answer this spring. The, the one thing, and I made a quick list, and it's very hard to do this because it's hard to let what has already happened not influence you. But I'm trying to think if we had done this a year ago, right, and if we are, mm. um, you know, we're going over it. We didn't know it was going to happen in 2019, but we were making expectations and guesses about guys. I think, I think there are six guys that were more sure things on defense going into last year than everybody going into this year other than Sean Wade. And that would be Chase Young, Jeff Okuda, Damon Arnett, Jordan Fuller, Malik Harrison, and Davon Hamilton. Maybe Hamilton is iffy. I think the other five, because they're all returning starters, if you were, like, doing them combined, they all would have been off the board before anybody other than Sean Wade here because you just had such much more certainty about the defense a year ago. Yeah, I agree. And, and I thought Sean Wade had to be the number one pick. I don't know who else. I mean, I had, I had everybody listed out. I knew what I would have done, two and three. I would have taken those ends. But – Sean Wade was absolutely the number one pick. And, yeah, I mean, a year ago, Chase Young would have been the number one pick, and then the guy on the wraparound would have picked Okuda and then either Arnett or Harrison probably, you know, and you would have been in pretty good shape. Mm -hmm. So um, we knew that. We've talked about it a lot. It's this 2018 recruiting class that has a lot of highly rated guys on defense who haven't gotten a chance to play yet. You know, like Steven picked Tyreek Johnson kind of down the line there. That's like, like you said, Steven, you, whatever round it was, you got guys in Jonathan Cooper and Tyreek Johnson who were both top 50 national recruits. And we were, yeah. we're kind of like, eh, I don't know about those guys. But the, hey. but the talent is under there. I have a great on paper team. And that's the problem with, a lot with Ohio State's defense coming into the season. It's a lot of great on-paper guys, but they just haven't put that on paper on the field. So uh, we are going to put this out to our tech subscribers. If you want to be part of that, make sure you get subscribed to our techs at uh, 614-350-3315. It's a 14-day free trial, and you get involved with the podcast like this because what we're going to do is – we have this, then we're going to draft the offense the same way. We're going to put the two rosters out to the texters and have our tech subscribers, our friends of the pod, pick which team they think would win. So we're trying to simulate the spring game the best we can. The next daily pod will have the offense draft, and then we will continue to sort of think about this roster 
The Ohio State spring game was originally scheduled for this coming Saturday, April 11th. We, of course, know that's not going to be the case, but we're kind of going to try to give you a perspective about spring football, even without that game. So um, good job drafting, Stephen and Nathan, and make sure you guys are listening uh, to the next Daily Pod where we will do the same thing with the offense. That's it. Thanks for listening. Make sure you are reading us at cleveland.com slash OSU. Drop us a review on Apple Podcasts if you'd like. Um, we're ramping up, right? We're going five times a week. What do you guys think of that? And if you don't like it, you can say that. Uh, but we always appreciate, uh, appreciate you guys. Stay smart. Stay safe. We'll talk to you Tuesday with our offense draft. For Nathan Baird and Stephen Means, I'm Doug Maurice, and that was Buckeye Talk. Buckeye Talk.